Yo, 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 it's your boy Sneaky from R&R, recognition and respect. Tune in every Monday from 8 to 9 to catch up with me and my adventures and hear from my guests ranging from artists to entrepreneurs and much, much more. Catch us every Monday of the week on the west side of the after party. See you at the party, y'all. What's up, what's up, what's up? How's everybody doing? You're tuning in to Recognition and Respect with your boy, Sneaky. Again, another double header. As I mentioned, I will be going out of town, and I'm trying to bring you some fresh, fresh content. It's no adventure time today. I'm going to jump in straight with my guests. I got the Midnight Motives in the studio right here. What's good? And just for... Oh, yeah, everybody say hi. Yo. Yo, what's up? good? <laughs> <laughs> just for some context, uh, if y'all been following the show, anytime I've talked about my band or having to manage egos and schedules and families and all that stuff... This is the bulk of the dude that I'm talking about right here. This is my brother. Yes, that guy's known me since I was a little kid, and we met in music class in college. So yeah. we got some history, so if we're mean to each other, don't trip, it's all love. Um, <laughs> let's just go around real quick, and I'm going to say, uh, tell me who you are and what you do, starting with uh, this guy over here, the cool guy. My name is Anthony, and um lead guitarist in Midnight Motives. My name is Raul, and I sing lead vocals and play guitar in the band my name is jose rojas and i play bass so how long have y'all been playing together and then we can talk about individual music journeys for a second for sure well we started playing together i'd say maybe around 2011 2012 when you brought us all together <laughs> actually that's kind of yep. how this whole thing started here <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, will, I, will, I will ring that bell many more times. I'm sorry, I know that's your bell, but I got I got to jump in on that. It's funny, man, because you're going to be asking us questions, but a lot of the quest, a lot of the answers you involve you. Know. Yeah, this might be a little a little egotistical. No, but I it might love be it. <laughs> it might be a podcast about like us, because you definitely would fill in a lot of the holes that we brought up that we're going to bring up uh, today. Yeah, yeah, man. Like and I, I mean, think, go ahead. Well, yeah. So so essentially, you uh, you were working on your album collaboration because you collaborated with us right, right, and, right and ultimately you you went ahead and you pieced together this band of, of different musicians who you knew what could facilitate and bring to the table what you needed to to materialize this album that you had and that's where we got started when we were done with your project the chemistry that we had created in that whole process it was just evident to all of us and we knew that we were a band and mm -hmm. that, I mean we didn't know what we were going to do we didn't know how we were going to do it, but we knew we just had to keep going. We were going to do something yeah. together, and that and that's that's a testament to you <laughs> being able to to kind of see what you wanted right. and see the the what each one of us brought to the table and put us together for your project, right? So cool. Yeah. So I mean, since we're on that, we're gonna we're gonna let you take a seat back real quick, Jose, because. I've known you two for most of my life, yeah. and ever since I've known the both of you, you've played music. So, mm -hmm. have y'all ever played in a band together, or like, did did? Because you both had your own separate musical journeys, but I know you have come together a couple of times in the past. Yeah. So, if you want to just touch on that, like, Anthony, how long have you been playing guitar? Honestly, I don't even remember. Like, it's been a long while, dude. Like, 
like five. But, but you, like start, 10, you, you started like off playing 12. drums first, though, if I'm not mistaken. I, no, right? I was playing guitar, then I started playing drums, and then I went back to guitar. It was just, I've been all over the place, you know? So what's that journey like, like time wise? Just because I'm trying uh, to give a pe- uh, some people dude, an idea of like how long like, it takes. At you know? least like 15 years, man. So 15 years playing guitar. At least, yeah. And Raul? Um, I got my first guitar when I was 10, so. And you're 50 now? Not 50 <laughs> so, so maybe, maybe 23 years. 23 years. Yeah. And Jose, since we're just talking about generic time, Damn. you've been playing bass? He just started uh, yesterday, I believe. I, I, I picked it up yesterday. <laughs> he's, he's really good, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, I started playing when I was 14. I'm 28 now, so what is that, 14, 15 years? years. All Tw- right, so over a decade, almost going on two. Let's say going on yeah. two decades soon. And did y'all ever have musical ties together before we came together yeah, as the band? We did. We played in a, a band called Sound Project with our boy uh, Eric, rest in peace, you know. R.I.P. Eric Kwai. Um, and that's when we started off, you know, but we kind of had like a falling out. And um, later on, like, I just got this call, hey. I mean, and I, w- I, wouldn't e- I wouldn't even go as far as calling it a falling out. Just that project sort of fizzled, right? Like it, it, yeah. it went to whatever it was going to be and then it wasn't right right and, yeah. and that had nothing to do with and i think that's uh, yeah, common no, 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 right yeah. that's yeah. nothing yeah, yeah. like personal like that yeah, just yeah, kind no, of that it was, it was never a disagreement nothing and at like some that, point yeah. it was just life and and we actually went our separate ways to where years went by that i didn't see him or talk to him yep. or, or know anything of him right so again it wasn't some beef it wasn't some fallout it just grew apart we went on our own journey and then you know circle back like you're putting us back together in the same yep. room to like be like yo you you guys got to carry on what you started a long time ago right so to me that's that's just the craziness of it it's because when you even decided to bring him in the mix like it was that field for you yeah yeah i had no idea right and i had already been talking to you about your project i had already been helping you you know you even suggested other guitar players. Yeah, yeah. It, it, other than me, right? right. And, and it had nothing to do with me not wanting to do that. Right, it was right. just trying to bring in a different element, mm-hmm. you know, a different... Make it more full. I think that was what it was. Yeah, more and, layers. And, and just, you know, someone else's experience, someone else's taste, and just bringing that to the mix. So, so did you play in bands prior to oh, uh, oh, yeah. those guys? What, what, what were you doing so, before you met us crazy individuals? So before I was playing with you guys, I was uh, I was definitely I was in a Norteño group, and all I, on the weekends I would play bass for for different Norteño groups that would play for weddings, bodas, quinceañeras. You okay, know, let's perfect. pretend that we're not talking to a hundred percent Latino audience and <laughs> just do little translations. So nor- Norteños. Okay. Are so Norteño, what it is 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 Mexican regional music. Um, and bodas, quinces, and bodas means weddings. Quinces means uh, sweet. Fifth, it's the Mexican equivalent of the sweet sixteen, but except it's celebrated at fifteen, which is a coming of age celebration for women. So you were kind of playing like in a uh, like. Um, like a family event style band, like That's someone right. that got booked for like like family parties and Absolutely. Big, and that. So kind of like covers, like that, cover, I, like a cover band, but like in Mexican music. Absolutely, I would play. I would I would cover songs every weekend. It would be like four hours on end, and we would just. I was in the grind of loading up and unloading instruments, and then playing for four hours on end, and then loading and unloading instruments every weekend. And then uh, I was you didn't going like to like that. I. <laughs> Oh, you know what? It was the gig life, man. That's the gig life. It was it was the gig life, and it was work. You know, work comes with you know, work is work. You know, sometimes there's gonna be the labor of it, 
mm-hmm. to it, whether it be emotional or physical labor to right. it. You know, you you get you get worn thin, but then the payoff comes right after that. And the payoff was more than just the money. You also had the experience. You have the um, you have the experience of performing. You have the experience of traveling. You have the experience of uh, of customer services. Well and the too. fans, the fans, and the fans as well too. Don't forget about the fans. And then oh, hey, the all the, the catering at the weddings. And the catering, oh, free, free, food, free, food, yeah. free food, free beer. As a DJ, that's that's a yeah. given. It's always like you're gonna you're gonna feed me, right? I'm getting tacos, right? <laughs> well, I'm glad you brought up Mexican music because I wanted to talk about influences, sound, genre, style. Um, even till this day, I don't know how to define your current project, the album that we're going to be talking about in a bit. Um, how do you define yourselves? Like, what do you call yourselves? And is it a mixture of stuff that y'all grew up listening to? Is it like new stuff that you've kind of been like listening to now to change your style a little bit? Like, I mean, that, that's that, that's a good question, and we were actually asked that not that long ago. And and I think really the way I would define it is that rock and roll. HP I, rock. I, I know that there's subgenres and there's subcategories of rock music, but I don't think we fit perfectly into any one of those, right? And I'm not trying to say that we've made our own revolutionary sound, because by no means do I feel that. But we sound like us. We sound like Midnight Motives, and it's a bit, you know, punk rock. It's a big indie rock. There's, you know, some classic rock involved. Like, there's this all these different elements that we that inspire us that we grew up listening to at different points in our, you know, existence. And so I would just have to say we're the Midnight Motive subgenre of rock and roll, <laughs> if you will, right? Like I like that. The late so. night. And so, like, what did y'all grow up listening to? Like, if, you know, just to give people an idea of, you know, like, so they can relate to you. Like, oh, I used to listen to that band, too. Like, just throw out some bands or or artists. Some Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, and Pharrell, and, of course, Rage Against the Machine was, like, a really big point in our lives that it helped us with our guitar because we wanted to learn how to play play just like Tom Morello. (laughs) I want to make that wah noise. Who who doesn't want to rock that hard? Yeah. I I mean, mean, and then for, for me... You know, just kind of personally, I grew up in the in the 90s, right? So everything from Alice in Chains to Soundgarden to Stunted Pilots, Nirvana, like that was the core of what inspired me. But I also grew up listening to the Rolling Stones, the Beatles, Waylon Jennings, Neil Diamond, right? So there, so there, I think just each one of us have this diverse, you know, palette of music that influenced us that, that it just kind of sort of locks in and comes out in flashes when we're doing stuff, right? And I feel like, Jose, w- w- what influenced you, man? I, I, I feel like the outsider. I feel like the outcast right here. Definitely ostracized from the band for my genre. I <laughs> I, I, I grew up listening to Norte music, Norteño music, so it would be so like Trisa del Norte, Sasa uh, Piña, and then, uh, but like when I started getting into rock, I started with Sum 41. That was my band at the time. <laughs> oh, man. Like I went to the concerts and, and everything. You're going to have to pack up your stuff and leave the band. Yeah. Out. <laughs> it was nice knowing you guys. Have a good night. <sighs> no, you know what? I was gonna, I was gonna mention this too. We're kind of a bit underrepresented here too. KJ's not here. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. once again, we should probably cover. tell everybody about yeah, the, let's, let's the, catch white, the white boy in the band. <laughs> hey, he's Cuban, Cuban being. He's Cuban. He's Cuban, Cuban being. He's a Cuban, bro. So, uh, so Kevin Jordan, our drummer, amazing drummer. I play. With, I have. I'm blessed to play with him in another yeah. band. 
And that's kind of how this all fits in together, right? He and I were playing another project together already when Sneaky went ahead and recruited us to do collaboration. And uh, his palette is very wide and diverse. You know, he's into a lot of different things. He's mean behind that drum kit. I will say that a million times over again, an absolute beast. Yeah, and as a drummer, he tends to like be into like technical stuff, like jazz. Yeah, very, techni yeah. very technical, very precise. But you he know, went like to MI, so he's MI like graduate. Yeah, yeah. He's educated, yeah. educated in music. Musician. So yeah, 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 yeah. And it's and and I've played with a lot of really good drummers, a lot of really good drummers. And for all you drummers who I played with, I fucking love all of you guys. But by far. Kevin has been my favorite, man. Sorry, and not sorry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kevin's been my favorite. And it's because of that, right? Like, it's because of the flavor. And he's just so methodical in what he brings to the table. Like, he, um, you know, he really thinks out what he's going to play. Yeah. And he tries to draw from all his influences and, and really play to the song and cater to what the song's trying to do. So, yeah. thank you, Kevin. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin. Thank Jordan. you, Kevin. Where is he at now? He's playing the Greek theater right now, isn't he? No. He's, at the oh, no, he's at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, my bad, my bad, bad. That was Sabrina. Sabrina. Sabrina's at the <laughs> Shout Hollywood out to our homegirl, Sabrina. She's also on the collaboration the album. Y'all are just name dropping over here. <laughs> Damon Real, Hollywood Bowl. Damon Real. <laughs> our people play the Hollywood Bowl, but not us. So. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> none of us have ever played shows that big. Trying, trying to get there. But our friends do. <laughs> um, so, like I mentioned in the opening, I've mentioned the band a lot in talking about scheduling. I've had other bands in here, and I always talk about, like, how do y'all schedule practice? How do y'all schedule shows? What's that like? And since I already know what that's like, uh, since I'm there, yeah, uh, mm -hmm. we could just do it quick. Y'all have a scheduled day of the week, and you meet at least once every week. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, pretty much, right? And that's yeah. how you... That's like church. That's yeah. like church to us. You know, people go to church on Sunday, we go to the studio on Tuesday. Yeah, For we sure. pass up Taco Tuesday just to practice. Sometimes yeah. I show up with tacos. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, he'll call us. He's like, hey, you hungry, bro? Yeah, you oh, hungry? We'll go get some tacos. Everybody always happens to eat before rehearsal, but yeah. I try to provide those tacos before practice, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I really want to talk about, like, time management and scheduling. And I think you can talk about a lot about this because even while you were playing with us, yeah. you had side projects and you were playing for, for money, still doing, like, the, the band cover slide. band stuff yeah. and having to, like, juggle that. And now I know... You're married. You got two kids. I don't know what your status is right now. But He's project manager, man. But this yeah. guy just got <laughs> he just got a promotion. All right. All right. I, I you saw go. you reaching for my belt. <laughs> one more. One belt, more. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Congratulations on Couldn't your promotion, help Anthony. I feel like there's like a lot of opposites right here and like a whole – it's like how do you be a rocker and rock and roller with wife and kids with nine to five project management – you just rock, but like, you know what I mean? Like, let's talk about some of that, the struggle of trying to, you know, balance time and put in, make sure that you're where you need to be and all that stuff. Like, what do you think? How do you, how do you keep your priorities straight? Honestly, to me, it's just like the passion you have for the music. If you don't have the passion, you're not going to be there. But where there's a will, there's a way, you know, and I make it happen. And so do these guys. You yeah, know? And, I, and I think on that note, even like, you know, having a professional career. Mm-hmm where I'm talking about like tons of money and like serious customers has actually taught me skill sets to bring to this rock band. Right. Like, and it's, and it's funny that you ask us that question. Cause I feel like even on the way over here, we're talking about, yo, how do we maximize our time together? How do we get more productive? How do we actually take the few, the small amount of time? If you think about it, like meeting once a week, really, 
In the scheme of things, it's nothing, right? But how do you make the most of that? And I think the last several rehearsals that we've had, that's sort of been our goal and and an open dialogue that we've had where, where, hey, all right, we're going to meet up. Where we talk about even beforehand, what's the agenda, right? We're going to show up on Tuesday. Is it going to be Tuesday poker night or are we going to really get shit done? And I think that's been the biggest shift, actually. Since a lot of things, a lot of these things that you brought up have happened since he's gotten his promotion, since I've had my second baby, since Jose has continued to rock and just given no fucks, right? But Kevin too, like Kevin's doing his has, thing. Has family, yeah, if his family and so and so, like career, and so and so, career, really, I think yeah. that's we kind of hit our uh, like this, this turning point where, you know. I mean, I don't want to say that we took the time that we've had for granted prior to this for granted, but I think we're just trying to work more efficiently. We're trying to realize that, hey, like, we're confined to this small amount of time. How do we make the most of it? What do we do next? And how do we execute and actually get things done, right? And trying I think, to oil that machine. And I think once we took that approach, I feel that we've been a lot more productive, like more productive in a smaller amount of time than we have over the course of of our inception to working with you on your project. Right? Yeah. So you said dialogue and agenda. Does that mean like you've upped your communication skills? Like does the band communicate better now? I would, I, I, I definitely think so. I feel like, um, like we, uh, like we still have our, our, our jokeful and like funny c- communication in between each other. But, oh, yeah. but, but we always, but we always find a way to circle You're back. You're never going to stop. No, 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 no. <laughs> this, this, this fool's not going to shut up. But we circle back to where, like, okay, hey, let's get professional for a moment. Yeah, we're having fun. Yeah, we're fucking around. Yeah, we're friends. And this is just fun and games to us. But, hey, let's realign our our focus professionally to where this still makes sense for everybody. And let's move forward. And I think since we've started doing that, I feel that things have gotten a lot more fun. It's been a lot easier to do. And we've been a lot more productive to where at the end of the rehearsal, even there's something to show for it. And there's something that we can high five about on our way out instead of just being like, well, I don't even know why I showed up today. Right. Yeah. right. Cause, cause sometimes you can, you can it, burn out that way. Like Jose yeah, mentioned, yeah, like, like being in the band can feel and, like a you know, job sometimes. And yeah, but, like but, but lately that has not been the case. And lately it's been the exact opposite of that. So I just want to point out a contradiction. You said sometimes you have to stop the fun in order to get serious, but that ends up making it more fun. I, yeah. I want to point that out just because I feel like a lot of times people are always like, nah, bro, if it's not fun, why are we doing it? Like, it's got to be all about good times. Like, why are we working so hard? It shouldn't feel like a job. But, like, if you want to get somewhere, you want to do something, yeah. you need to have some of that sometimes. There's got fo- to be that focus. And, and, it, and if I said that it stopped being fun, that's actually not even what I meant to say, right? It's just sometimes you got to hit the brakes and reset. Sometimes you got to regroup. Sometimes you just like say, hey, everybody, like, all right, we're going to talk about this, right? You just need to get serious for a moment. And being serious doesn't mean not having fun. Right, right, right. It just means that you're, you're focusing on the end goal again, right? Like you're just realigning all of your uh, your energy to, to what the end goal is. And Well, I'm glad you brought up goals because we're going to start shifting gears. Um, the main reason why you're here is to promote an album and mm-hmm. a show Yeah, that's, that's, co- right. that's coming out on uh, September 19th. So in a couple of days now, right? Both on the same yeah. day, yeah. So on September 19th, y'all are going to be playing a show in Long Beach at Alex's Bar for $10 at 8 p.m. 
It starts at 8, but we go on at 10.30, I believe. Cool, yeah. cool. So get there early so you catch their full set. Um, and I kind of want to ask, like, we released our album in 2012. Yeah. It's 2008 now. So 18. That's 18. That's what I meant. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yeah. Mr. Jameson. Uh, so we're talking about six. You're talking about six years, right? We're talking about Jameson? six years. So like, um, has this album taken six years to make, or was it something that just kind of materialized a couple of years ago, and you've been working on it? Like what? Honestly, know? I feel that we could have finished it and done everything much quicker, but you know, life throws you curveballs, you know, and between families and you know, people. Families growing, careers, and all that. You know, and it's to just and to, and to be honest with you, on, on top of that, I'm gonna just talk about a whole other, just concept in terms of the creative process, like overthinking, right? Like trying to to wait for the opportune time to put this out, to release it, to do something with it, has been a factor in what's extended this, right? Like realistically, from the moment that we knew what we were doing and what this project was and what it sounded like and we had the ideas cohesive it took about two years to finish and some of that was development in terms of even my sound as a singer right because yeah I, I wasn't i wasn't a vocalist or a singer prior to this band you know th this band essentially Brought, it you, brought yeah. me to this place and it shaped me and it's been part of my evolution as an artist and as a musician so given all of that, all of these different sort of factors and creative process and, and you know, family and timeframes and, and all these different things that sort of come into effect, I think one of the things has just also been overthinking and waiting for, for, some, for, 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 yeah, some, for, for something, right? Ready for the, for the opportune time when, when it really could have passed a year before that, right? Yeah. So, so in terms, and and that's one of the things that we were talking about even on our way over here, right? Like that, and that's one of the things I love about playing with these guys and being in this band with these guys is that the communication is fluid. We're able to talk and be real and and have honest conversations. This is not just a, a social thing, right? right. Like, like there, there's there's genuine connection. And so on our way over here, we're talking about goals and timeframes, and I feel that that's one of the things that kind of happened to this project was maybe even some overthinking on my part and stepping on some imaginary breaks for, for no reason, right? And so that's what prompted the release to be on this release date for this show is just the fact that, hey, we're doing all these things. We're being really active. This thing's been done for a while now. Like, ready, set, go. Let, let's do this. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about that process. Um what is your music about? Because sometimes I know we've even had conversations where like, yo, that song's about nothing. Like, it's, it's, it's music about nothing, and it's still great, and it's still, but, you know, there's no real substance. Like, there's, not, there's no metaphors. They're really just saying whatever the fuck they're saying, right? Yeah. And then there's other music that's, like, telling stories, and there's other stuff that's just, like, random imagery. So, like, you know, where does Midnight Motives fall into that? Like, what is... Your music about like what are you know what are you trying to what are you trying to say with it or what are you trying to not say with it or is it literally just pure expression or what you know if and if that's a cheesy question let no, me no know. no no <laughs> no that's a really good question and I think uh, the best way we can approach it is the way how is the way the uh, the songs develop and the way they evolve into a song and how they make their way into a track 
And a lot of the times, um, whenever we go to the whenever we go to the to the studio and we start rehearsing, <clears throat> the the song always develops very organically. Where we just it's always before we rehearse what we already know. We just start jamming out. Either KJ starts a beat, Your I start a bass up. line. Yeah, you start a you start a guitar line, you start a guitar line, something like that. And then we just work on it. And we just like everyone falls into it at different times. It's like hopscotch. Everyone just jumps in. And then we're developing or, or, or and working. Double, or double oh, the dutch. double dutch. <laughs> and the we challenge. Just, then we just try to figure out our spot. We're just like, hey, this is starting to cool. You know what? Oh, oh, you're doing a chorus. Let's go into the chorus. And then it's just it becomes. I'm not. I'm not shitting you. It becomes like 20, 30 minutes of us playing <laughs> the same, same song, song <laughs> yeah. over and over. And it gets all psychedelic. It and gets very psychedelic, and then we we then yeah. we find this vibe. <laughs> we enter. We we tune into this frequency of just like this is what the song is starting to sound like. This is this is definitely the this is definitely the end evolution of what we're, of what we've been trying to find, and then it becomes that we're all locked into it. And then someone plays the wrong note, and I'll just false the shit. <laughs> and, like, no. and it's like, you know what? Good, because we're actually supposed to be re like rehearsing. Yeah, here. we're supposed to be rehearsing. So. We have a show. Shtiki wants us to be ready by tomorrow. Yeah. What are we doing? Fucking <laughs> 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 around. <laughs> Honestly, a lot of the ideas that we had were like before yeah. Shtiki was in practice. Just jam before, outs, yeah. before he showed up, we were just like, I, oh, you know, let's just jam on these couple of ideas here, and these are sounding great. And it's like, and then he shows them. We're just like, you guys, we oh, gotta man. stop. <laughs> we Sorry stop. that I'm such a buzzkill. My bad. No, but but, no, he, no. but 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 even then, though, like for 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 the sessions where you're a non-factor, essentially that's the concept, you know. And someone hits that bad note, and it's like a reminder that's of like, okay, note. hey, we, yeah. here's so what we gotta do. When do the lyrics happen? Like, Ooh. do the lyrics always happen after, or have you come to the band with uh, like? chord progression and like some ideas already or is it always like music inspires you or so that part has been sort of in flux i feel that for the first portion of this album that we're releasing a lot of the music was done before and again the vocals and the lyrics came afterwards because i was evolving and developing as a singer i think now though um you know having been writing more regularly and and, and working on ideas more regularly when we're in the studio and something comes up, I've got, you know, we're all jamming out and rocking and doing our thing. I've got a point of reference in terms of being able to look at ideas and concepts and, and thoughts that I've been able to jot down to to bring to the table while we're working on stuff and just kind of plugging things in and see where they fit, right? And Anthony, on the other hand, has songs that he's written from start to finish, both vocals and music, and, and so he, he brings... A lot of times he brings ideas that are complete to the table, you know. I'll be like, check it out. It has lyrics, bass, guitars, drums, everything. Here you go. That's right. Our songs come from different levels, too. Yeah. Uh, there's there's like a tier to it as well, where as Anthony's tier is, uh, they come completed. They have drums. <laughs> they have bass. They have guitars. <laughs> <laughs> He's got top they shelf shit. They have lyrics, fucking yeah. everything. And, and sometimes I manage to do that on my own, yeah. but but not as, not as diligently. Uh -huh. and, other, and other times, you know, things come from jest. Things come from just like... A joking point of view and, and that's one of the things I want to highlight you know we take our art serious mm -hmm. but sometimes we don't take ourselves very serious right and so a working title of something dumb and funny turns into what the song's actually inspired by right and what the title is about well, right like so two hookers from that's San Francisco. exactly the one I was thinking yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. or, or right. even or even Picoso, story, Picoso, right? Yeah. Picoso right like to me or even smooth right smooth smooth, smooth. smooth. My bad. Smooth. Yeah, smooth. S M O O V apostrophe. 
A pastor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Smooth. We get it. Oh, we get man. it. We got it. The the spell and everything. So how important is production? Let's talk about. We have like 15 minutes left, and I want to make sure we get to your song still. Um, yeah. So let's talk about production, recording process. I know y'all mastered at Capitol. I was actually looking at photos for my second show today, yeah. and it was like almost a year ago. That yeah. we like it was like around September, October, November of last year that we were at the Capitol. I have pictures of Capitol like, Studios, Capitol yeah. Studios in the mastering. So, how like mm. rock and roll is supposed to be like raw and grunt? Like how important is production? Do you make sure that what you play on the record you play live? Like what's your philosophy about that? I mean, production is huge. I think the tools that we have at our disposal now to make things sound as different as we want, as big as we want. You know, just take them to this other level or with a push of a button right so of course you know and just so that they know because we're talking about like you recorded your uh, the whole album yeah, yeah in our the, home the, studio the whole album was recorded yeah. with our, home our own gear with our own equipment didn't spend any time any money on studio time no 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 and and i want to give a shout out to damon real damon real we, we did the the vocals yeah can i can yeah I, go for it damon <laughs> we uh we recorded the vocals at his studio and I feel like that was a huge process and a huge part of like my growth and development of our band, right? Yeah. It was being able to have him to coach me and teach us and even sing on some of the shit. Like yeah. he's, he's, he's on the, he's on the album, yeah. right? Like he's producer extraordinaire. And, um, you know, that was priceless to have him as a resource and someone in our corner that, that believes in what we were doing and that was willing to share his talent and ability with us. Like, love the dude to death just for that on top of the other million reasons I got to love that dude, right? And so, to me, it was all all of those things and, and, and going back to no timeline, right? Like, that allowed us to meet with him and, and have that experience with him. And, um, but yeah, we, we did all the production ourselves and, and some songs that required that extra little bit of spice and sizzle, like we did that. And other parts of the songs that required nothing, that were raw and, and were what they were, like we left them at that. And, and again, the whole album was recorded over the course of, of a couple of years. So some drums were done a certain way. Some drums were done another way. Yeah. There's a drum machine in one track. There's a sample in another track. So you still get that like inconsistent rock, it's, like yeah, whatever yeah. the day, whatever the day felt like that day. Yeah. 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 You can't, you can't replicate it. It wasn't, it wasn't over the course of the same weekend where everything was in the same place. Like it, it, it varies from track to track. Mm -hmm. and, and how important is mastering? Mastering is huge, but yeah. I think, you know, we w again, we went to Capitol. Kevin Bartley, thank you so much for your services, my man. You know, uh, we had a great time, and it was a great experience just being in the Capitol Records building. Having our music bumping through the same halls is like so many greats, you know? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, but, but if you're not capturing the sound both properly and with the correct energy from the beginning, like that part of the process almost doesn't matter, so... And, and and on that note, even a learning process, right, for me still. Yeah, because some of the tracks were too hot and some, the mixes, some, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Some or, stuff or, was too loud. Or, right? or even from one year to the next, right? Because, again, this was recorded over the course of a couple years. The drum tracks for the early songs maybe didn't sound as good as the drum tracks for the second ones or guitars or bass or, or whatever the case may be. So it's just this whole evolution. But instead of going back and fixing it, you just said, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's perfect for all its imperfections, dude. And that was really again another whole lesson learned and and concept of this of this album. 
So just like in the last couple of minutes, goals, dreams, where's Midnight Motives in five years? Um, is there a tour? Is there a follow-up album in the works? Just kind of give us your your kind of your, your visions, for visions pun intended, visions, give yeah. your visions. And then um, if you just have like, we'll go around, you can give us your, your goals or where you see the van and, and, and that kind of thing. And then if you want to just give like, a piece of advice to any upcoming musicians, bands, guitarists, anybody that you think might be listening, like if there's one thing that you could have told yourself 10, 12 years ago, or if so you wish something that someone would have told you, maybe just kind of pass that on to the next generation. So start with Anthony. Um, I feel in five years, I can't really say where we're going to be, but I can say where we want to be. We do want to have a tour scheduled. And by the end of the year, we're just speaking about it. Um, we want to release a few more songs, you know, to drop into the new year with some fresh shit, you know. And um, we're going to start recording all that stuff pretty soon. And we also have another project, which I can't mention what it is yet. But it's a little surprise. It's in the works. And I think it's going to be really good. Why you got to tease us like that? Uh, you got to keep tuned in. Tuned in. stay tuned. Yes. Stay tuned in and uh, check out our stuff. And you're going to wind up finding out what I'm talking about. And... Come out and see us at that event. You know, go ahead. Yeah, so so likewise, I think in you know in a few years, I see us, you know, getting out and playing a lot more shows. I think that right now we don't play enough. Yeah. But I can see that as being something that we can address, right? That's not. Right. It's not some huge it's impediment. Maybe just a conversation and, and yeah, agenda yeah, 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 and figure yeah, out yeah, how yeah, to make yeah, that happen. Yeah. Right? And again, yeah. really, it's been part of the whole process. Now we've got something complete, something to push, something we could work on. Um, you know, we've actually started a couple of other projects with different people, right? Jacob G, what's up, my man? We you know, we got to we got to finish. Get back that. to you. We got to we got to finish that project, right? So so we're gonna be featured on some work with some other artists, and I think that's also sort of um, something that we enjoy doing, right? As much as we enjoy being Midnight Motives and doing our own original music. You like being the Los guys too? No, 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 no not <laughs> the Los guys. What band is that? What that is. But, but, but you know, we, 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 definitely, we definitely enjoy working with other people in different genres outside of whatever it is that we're doing by nature, right? Outside of whatever it is that calls us. That like, comfort zone. Like, like we're down, we're down to, to work with other Jump artists. That's it. how we started. Really? Yeah. All right, five-year vision. Which sneaky. Five-year vision. You're hearing it now on the After Party you to Radio. Yell. You don't have to yell. There's a microphone. You don't have to yell. Yeah. Is He's excited, though, In bro. five excited. years, hey, lower your voice. Midnight Motives <laughs> will be playing on Mars. Elon Musk, <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. Get us out there. Today, hey, they hey, just released. All right. Can how, we be on his iPod? How, We're going to be on his iPod. How high are you right now? Seriously, though. Uh, not as much as I'd like to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's, he's, he's our driver, by the way. He's oh, our okay. driver right here. Lift, lift certified. Lift, lift service. I'm going to turn on my app and charge you guys. The lift driver is too lifted. <laughs> all right. No, for, real, for real, though. For real, though. Five years. What do you What do you see for the band? Where do you want to be at? Other than Mars or Elon Musk's iPod. You okay. might already be in Elon Musk's iPod. He probably owns everything. Right? Oh, man. Can you believe that? Yeah. 20 years, uh, 20 years from now, five years from now. I think I see, I see five, 10, 20 years from now with this band. Definitely uh, by like, by like 2023, we should be doing um, have like six albums out already. Just like a bunch of ideas, just streaming right out of us. Definitely get into the process of just like, because we just talked about this, about this on the way over here to this podcast of just like, you know what, we should be pushing out music. And we gotta be, we um, we have the service. That allows us to like you know just streamline as much music as we can into the year, and definitely 
just get hit the studio as much as we can. Just work, work, work. Be proactive. Music, music, music. Be as proactive as we can be and push out just this creative content that definitely represents us, that defines our name and our sound, and just continue to, to be in that thriving force that we are and we're developing ourselves to continue to be. Yeah. All right. And I, and, and I think that's the biggest thing, right? And, and this, go, again, going back to one of your earlier questions, what do we have to say to anybody that's coming up in all of this, right? Is that, you know, we've been doing this for so long that we realistically can remember a time when we didn't have the resources or the tools to finish something and put it out for millions of people to hear, right? And now we have those tools at our disposal. So I think yeah. that's kind of where we're at now. Like now we've evolved and we've developed into our own brand and, and our own product. And now we're the, trying to take advantage of the resources that are available to us. There's to Spotify really, and all that. You can yeah, just put yeah, your yeah. music out, yeah. out there like so that, easily. Yeah. And know? to really reach out to as many people as we can. And just do work. And, and that's yeah. it, dude. And just and, and put something that exists in this realm. All right, man. Well, I hope everybody comes out September 19th. At the Alex's Bar Buy in Long Beach City, 8 p.m., $10 show. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, where can people find you? Oh, Social media, Midnight website. Motives. So it's Midnight Motives underscore, no, Midnight underscore Motives. That's yeah. Instagram and then MidnightMotives.com yeah. is the website. Yeah. Uh, MidnightMotives.com, yeah. All right, and what's the name of this song that we're about to hear? This song is called Girls with Flannels and Shorts. Is there any blurb about the song you uh, want to say? This is going to be our next single off the album and our next music, music video, video off yeah. the album. So this is the one that's coming up right now. Okay. This is the song that we'll be promoting in the near future, Girls with Flannels and Shorts. Yeah, right. oh, can, can I just say one more thing too? Last no. comment. Sh and it better not be Elon Musk Mars comment. No, no, no. I want to thank this man, Shaniki, right here for so much of what we've done. I owe this guy... So much of my musical, my musical progress, my musical career has expanded and has grown so much. And I owe a lot to Ryan. Like, just down to earth. This is the, the first person I ever met was Ryan. <laughs> the Ray, first Ray, person Ray, you ever Ray, met? Yeah. Was, was when he was Ryan. born, the you were there. Met Ryan. Ryan. When, it hey, when he was born, was you were there. Oh. I met this man. Ryan. He was this incredible ball of fire that I met in class. Who what just, class? What class was This it? was world politics. And this guy, whenever oh, he spoke up, world he politics. knew his shit so much. And aside from that, that just that set up the, pers the persona and the person that he is right now. And... Ryan, man, thank you so much for introducing me to this band and bringing me into this project. Collaboration was one of my proudest, most greatest moments I've ever been into. And I want to thank you so much for believing in me. Amen. You have so much thrive. You have so much fire. You have so much power in you. I'm so glad to be your friend. I appreciate it. But I, I was doing it all again, for selfish reasons. Once again, how high are you? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was all selfish and ego, so don't give me too much credit. It just <laughs> happened to work out okay for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy it worked out for you, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad y'all are still friends because, you know, it would have been funny if that well, didn't thank work. you, man. Let me, let me give you a hug right all here, All right, right, right. On there. Appreciate right. you so Aww. much. All right. Appreciate you so I much. I love all y'all for tuning in. Remember to catch me. Oh, for the next two weeks, I will be in Mexico, so you'll be hearing pre-recorded shows. But Drinking after that, margaritas. every Monday night. 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the west side of, of the, the after, after party. party. All right, Brittany, take us out. It's a love, love song, song, you see. My heart
Stop. 